Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Voices in my head again Trapped in a war inside my own skin They're calling me How was he dressed? Uh, camo pants with a dark jacket. Hey, it's Jose Galison. You're watching No Way Jose. Find this on the No Way Jose YouTube channel, all the major audio podcasters, uh, Odyssey, and Rumble as well. Uh, this episode, though, you will not be getting on YouTube. Uh, if you want the video experience, that will be exclusively on Rumble because we are touching some iffy territory today uh but the with that my patrons still goes early i had to even pull a sneaky with patreon because i don't even trust patreon so i just had to say hey hit me up and i'll give you the link on a different platform so uh going forward uh, i think we'll probably do more, we'll definitely be doing more than one episode on this so for my patrons uh keep that in mind because uh, i'm trying to be as vague as possible with those posts because uh, Patreon will yank it. Uh, those who don't know, I have a uh, tower gang, my offensive comedy podcast. It got yanked off there. We lost our Patreon a long time ago. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Just, uh, we'll, <laughs> I don't trust it too much. I probably need to set up a different payment uh, thing at some point, but for now, it's what I got. But with that said, uh, for my patrons, it's patreon.com. It's just no way Jose 2020. If you want to get that, how this normally works, there are exceptions is usually I will, uh, stream these for my patrons, a live stream. And obviously, you can watch the live stream after, and then roughly about a week or so later, it will go up for the public. So if you want to get that early, you got to be a patron. Uh, I uh, The lowest level is 2 bucks. That gets you the early access. There's differing levels with different perks, the highest being my sponsor level, uh, and I read those off every every episode out of appreciation. I have my uh, I have my co-host on Tower Gang, uh, Toad. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at Tower Gang Toad. They also have at Abrogate D's on Twitter. Then I have Kevin B. Clark, a full-time guitarist and private music teacher in the New York area. So if you are looking for a guitarist for a gig or looking to learn some music and you're in the New York area, he's your guy. Then I have at Z-O-V-E-R-A-C-K on Twitter. Then at underscore infinite zeal. Then I also got some new ones. I have my buddy Jacob Daniel of the Biblical Anarchy podcast. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Biblical Anarchy. I'm actually supposed to be going back on the show here soon in a week or so uh we'll be talking about a bunch of different stuff then i also have my actual guest today uh tim tuttle is what i've been calling him is the pseudonym i've been giving on here it used to be his twitter name i think it might still be you can follow him on twitter at jolly on klebold today we are touching the big no-no the big bad we are talking about the thing that got old aj in hot water we are talking about sandy hook 
Uh, I do want to, <laughs> I guess we'll get into this in a minute. I'm going to go ahead and bring on my guest. Uh, I do want to remind you guys real quick, if you want to get my merch, toplops.com. You supposed to get checkout, so you can get the Yiki shirts, trendy shirts. With that, let's go ahead and get our guests in here and get into it. Hey, what's up, bud? How you doing? I'm pretty good. Yeah, hell yeah. Glad to have you back. We had the Columbine series lately. It seems to be a running theme with, with you when I have you on. We're touching the no-no, the no-no topics, the stuff that's Rumble exclusive. So, uh, and we are touching the big one today, uh, and I'm looking forward to it. I do want to, before we get into it, I want to kind of, you know, I, I, I don't like to be the caveat guy, but, uh, you know, too much, or because I feel like it's kind of like, I don't feel like I should have to explain myself for covering this, but just for the fact that there have been people with legal issues with this, I'm going to go ahead and caveat ahead of time. I, I went on a deep dive down the whole Sandy Hook stuff a while ago, like probably a year, maybe even two ago. Uh, I was, I remember went down a few different, uh, rabbit holes, um, mostly like super long, crazy, you know, autistic videos that were put together of all different facts of around the time. Those are super hard to find cause those get nuked off the internet quick as fuck. And I have to say my takeaway was not what everyone, uh, kind of, you know, tries to portray anyone who looks into Sandy Hook as it being the idea that it was all fake. It was all bullshit, but I will say I think even if that was my take, it's silly that this has become such an atrocious take to have. I will say I will grant people, uh, you know, uh, that are upset with Alex Jones that uh, I don't know if he did make any specific comments or if he did really push his, his audience to harass the family, but I will say that's not cool if that's the case. Definitely don't go harass the family after watching this, the families, because I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess maybe there's some outside possibility it was fake, but chances are you're probably harassing someone who lost their kid. So probably not the greatest idea. And even if it was fake, not the greatest look, probably not going to end well for you. So that's just a suggestion on my part. That way no one can claim that I did that. And also I don't really think it didn't happen. I think there's some fishy stuff uh, going on. Uh, a lot of maybe some weird MK Ultra stuff or some fed fuckery of some sort. Uh, but I don't really know. But uh, <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll pass it back to you, bud. Does that, is that kind of, oh, I guess we'll get into that later, kind of your take. But I don't know if there's any caveats you want to go into before we can do it. Do you think it was all fake? <laughs> do you have any legal disclaimers you want to provide before we get into it? As far as that goes, there is one thing I can't let go of is the hat that Adam Lonza wore. He wore like a, a black fisherman hat. And he also had a hand cannon. He had a 10 millimeter, which I don't know if you've ever watched YouTube channels like Kentucky Ballistics or something along those lines, just dudes shooting guns. A 10 millimeter is going to, it can kill a bear. And the hat looks a little suspicious. So maybe with it, with any event, they're going to maybe manufacture some part of the story. So maybe that's it. But that hat, now this, that's that's an odd one. So as far as that goes, as far as what could be legally or make some parents upset, that's really the only strong opinion I have about that. Okay. Well, all right. Let's just start off because I feel like most people these days don't even really remember much about the specifics of it, when it happened, where it was at, that sort of stuff. Uh I guess that now would probably be a good to like even me I had to refresh myself be like when did this happen I was trying to remember the time frame I think it was what like 2012 something like that but let's just go into kind of the basics before we, we really start digging into it like what 
what was Sandy Hook? Look, when did it happen? That that sort of stuff. Just the basics. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you'll like it more or less, but with this timeline, it is a fraction of the time of Columbine, so we won't have to spend as much time on that. Yeah. With uh, with Sandy Hook, it happened on December 14th, 2012, in Newtown, Connecticut. And I just wrote down, I mean, it's not a long timeline, so all I have is what the state attorney wrote about it in the final report that came out about a year later in 2013. So it's not going to last long. I'll just get right into it. So the first, on December 14th, 2012, Adam Lonzo killed his mother at 36 Uganda Street. So I I don't know if they know when that time was, but whenever the time was, it was before 9.35 in the morning. So 9.35 in the morning, there was the first 911 call to the police department. So the minute later, Newtown Police Dispatch broadcast there is a shooting at Sandy Hook at 9.35, or excuse me, at 9.37, police are dispatched to Sandy Hook, 9.38. Connecticut State Police are informed that Sandy Hook is in lockdown, 9.39. First Newtown Police Officer arrives, if I'm not mistaken, they the first officer that gets there arrived behind Sandy Hook. So this would be sort of the area, the wooded area to where you could run from the firehouse. There's somewhere in that area. At not This is a couple of events that happens this minute. Same time, two more Newtown officers arrive at Sandy Hook. Parks on driveway near the ball field. And you're like, excuse me. Not real sure exactly where that is in relation to the school, but it's got to be pretty close to it. 939, Newtown officer encounters unknown male running along the east side of Sandy Hook, which can be something that comes up later. 940, the last gunshot is heard, believed to be shooter committing suicide. So in the span of... In the final report released a year later, Sandy Hook happened in five minutes, which is insane. I will let people form their own opinions on that. But the state attorney said all of this happened in five minutes. Yeah, I was looking at this before. I believe it was something over, I want to say over, I want to say 156. That's the number we're calling. But well, I think believe it was over 150 rounds were, were spent. And yeah, I believe what twenty six. Well, twenty. Tw- actually, I think twenty eight. If you include himself and his mother, uh, died. But I guess Here's we'll say for the purposes of the five minutes, twenty. Well, twenty seven because we'll include him. So twenty seven people killed in the span of five minutes, uh, and he went through multiple rooms. Uh, I guess it just. I guess it's technically possible. It just seems like a lot in a short period it's, of time. So it's extraordinary. That. It's an absurd timeline. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's possible, it's, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess five minutes is longer than most people think, but I don't know. I guess it just seems like I, I would classify that in the realm of fishy, but in, in no means in any way, shape, or form conclusive of anything other than just that's weird. But that's what a lot of this is is uh, pattern recognition. Um, so I guess I think another probably spot to go to is. Let's move to Adam, Adam Lanza. This is the supposed shooter. Uh, let's just I cover basics about 
who he was, just kind of uh, the life he left, lived, uh, you know, kind of maybe his connection to the school, uh, etc. There's definitely a way more to be mined into in a later episode or episodes, and we probably will, but I just think for the purposes of this one, just general understanding, uh, let's just dig into the basics of what, who he was, what he's about. I do want to remind for my patrons who are watching the live stream, I see you guys watching there. Uh, you guys are able to ask. I am monitoring the live chat. So if you have any questions you guys want answered, feel free to hop in and I'll try to keep an eye on that. But yeah, let's talk about Adam Lanza. Uh, what was his family situation, his life situation? <clears throat> All right. As far as his family goes, Adam Lanza lived with, and that's not me. Uh, having a, uh, I don't know if it's Lanza or Lanza. Everyone pronounces it differently, so I say Lanza. I guess that's just because I'm from the south. Yeah, potato, potato. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Adam lived with his mom in uh, at 36 Uganda Street, and uh, I believe uh, they divorced. Or uh, uh, Peter and Nancy were divorced, and about 10 years before this event was the last time their brother Ryan Lanza even seen Adam. So as far as the family situation goes, it's just Adam and his mother. And as far as the school situation, uh, yes, he did go to Sandy Hook. Uh, I, well, I guess I can't say I know that for a fact. Uh, Richard Novia, he was the head of security at Sandy Hook and he was very familiar with Adam. So he went to Sandy Hook from elementary school at some time in middle school, Adam started having, I'll just call them issues for now. And then, which will tie into the day of the, uh, the day of the shooting. I believe he went to St. Rose of something like it was a Catholic school that was very close to Sandy Hook. He went there very briefly. And then after that, he's a ghost. As far as officially, the zoinked out picture everyone always sees of Adam, I believe that was an unredacted picture of him at uh, the Connecticut High School, or not Connecticut High School, excuse me, uh, uh, university. So he had a university uh, ID. Yeah. So, real, real quick, I want to point out something for the audience. Uh, at his time of death, I believe he was six foot tall, 112 pounds. Because you, you yeah, mentioned so, his issues. They said he had autism or Asperger's. Uh, OCD. Uh, the the family thinks that maybe he should have been diagnosed with schizophrenia later. A, a whole host of issues. They seem to think uh, with the. I guess they seem to think there was some form of possible anorexia that, that I guess is typically associated with. I believe certain forms of autism is what I was reading. But either way, uh, I just find that interesting because once again, with the five minutes, go doing all this as a frail, 110 pound, six foot tall man. Like I'm five foot five. If I was 112 pounds, like according to my BMI, I'm supposed to be like 130, but I like go, I float between like 180 to 220, depending on how fat or buff I am. But yeah, so this dude's six foot tall at 112. Uh, not someone with great physical capabilities. But anyway, I'll, I'll let you go on. I just thought that was important to point out. I mean, logistically, that is a good question. I mean, he would have been carrying enough weight at the time of the shooting to be what? It's got to be at least a third of his body weight. Yeah, roughly. Like, yeah. Be like 30, 40 pounds somewhere in there yeah. of gear. So that is, a like, logistically, if physically, if he could even do that. Which yeah. they say he did, so let's just say he did, so. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, it's theoretically possible. <laughs> but uh, is there any more information about him specifically, that, or, or generally speaking, that we should go into? I guess maybe this might not be the, a bad time to mention that there was a small period of time that Adam uh, or... or uh, what was his brother? No, not Adam. I forget the name of his brother. Ryan. His, it's, uh, Ryan. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, he he was uh, he was a suspect for a while, and I guess he made comments that he basically hadn't talked to his brother pretty much at all in like a couple of years, and they were basically estranged. Uh, I know that will probably be a point of intrigue later. Uh, you also mentioned the point that uh, we can't say for sure where he went. I I vaguely remember my deep uh, deep digs before that they claimed that he went to Sandy Hook at one point, but I believe there was nothing that could really prove it. So it kind of looks like, I don't know. There's a lot. It's like, did this dude even really exist? There's a lot of weird stuff, which I think we'll get into later. Uh, but I guess, yeah. Is there anything more specifically or generally speaking about Adam that you feel like is pertinent to this point? Uh, otherwise I think we can move on to maybe kind of some of the aftermath stuff and then maybe kind of the overall political, uh, you know, kind of discussion around it. As far as if Adam Laza went to Sandy Hook, I, I believe he did. Uh, Richard Novia was the head of security. Excuse me for repeating myself, but uh, he was the head of security, and he was also – he headed the tech club, which is also kind of weird, like Columbine vibes, how they're you know making videos. But uh, Adam Laza was a part of the tech club. And then the FBI files, when there was some event, to where they, the tech club had an overnight sleepover. It's all the tech club's kids hang out, and I guess they do whatever they want. Something happened to where Richard Novia, Adam Lanza, had to get a hold of Nancy, and he had to leave. And this also gets into uh, the theory that Nancy worked at the school, which was what they were saying in the news cycle the first few days in the aftermath of the shooting. So. I, I personally believe Adam Lanza did go to Sandy Hook. There's, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yeah, and and, and I don't, I'm not even saying that that you're wrong. I just remember there's so much weird information. It's kind of, a, I guess you could almost say a fog of war thing, uh, which we've been experiencing a lot with this whole Israel-Palestine stuff. The same thing applies to <laughs> situations like this. There's conflicting information. It's hard to read through it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this could be, uh, you know, we could be picking at something that isn't there. This could be completely all in the up and up. Everything that the official story says is true. And it is just a matter of conflicting information. So that's something people are not conflicting, but just, you know, on the ground information that's not that reliable. So I think people need early, early reporting. Yeah, early reporting, you know, particularly. Uh, but all right, let's get into the aftermath, kind of what. What did we see in the fallout? I think probably the most interesting thing I thought was the fact that they uh, at one point uh, blocked it so that you can't, you technically can't do FOIA requests for any of the crime scene related stuff, which is bizarre uh, that this is the one thing that gets that. Um, yeah, I, I also do want to point out for those, you know, why it's kind of a big deal. I believe this is the largest shooting, elementary shooting. And I want to say uh, elementary mass shooting. I want to say it's like the second largest mass or, or uh, you know school shooting or something. I might be wrong on that one. I don't know what took the first. It may have been the first at the time as well. I think it's but, Virginia Tech as far as the biggest school shooting. That's, yeah. that's somewhere in the 30. Yeah. As far as elementary school, I'm pretty sure it's Sandy Hook. Nivaldi was like 20-something, I think. Yeah, something like that. Along those lines. 
But yeah, let's talk about the aftermath. What did we see in the fallout? Uh, you know, kind of what what odd things. I guess we can speak generally, and if there's any particulars that you found interesting as well in the fallout, uh, you know, of it, there was a lot of a lot of weirdness. Well, you as far as there's multiple I'm, ways you can go with that. Well, as far as everyone doesn't realize is most people know that 36 Uganda Street and Sandy Hook Elementary that day was an active crime scene. I mean, most people that read beyond a surface level would know that. What most people don't know or forget is that Ryan Lonza's apartment that day was an active crime scene because from the the state of Connecticut put out all their investigations, the thing along those lines, and Ryan Lonza, there is no, from what I've been able to read, there's no explanation as to why he was named a suspect for example one example is adam they put everything into evidence that was on his person everything he had on his in his pocket what he was wearing so from that he didn't have ryan's id on him and adam didn't have his own id on him because he had that at 36 uganda street in his wallet so from anything on his person, there's no reason I can ascertain as to why they would think Adam was Ryan. And as far as, I mean, I can't imagine a bullet in his head would make him look any more like someone he's not. Yeah. And there's a question of none of the cops. I mean, you, I'm, you've seen the Nashville body cam footage, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure they cleared weapons from her and everything like that. And cops checked your pockets after a situation like that. So, I mean, they would have searched him trying to ID him from what I can gather. There's no reason why he was named a suspect. Something is very odd about that and why I find it so odd. And it's just not an anomaly is because this piece of information, as far as Ryan Lonza being the shooter Peter Alonzo being dead came from the state attorney's office. So how the fuck would they know that? Yeah. Or why would they be telling the police or the police telling them this piece of information? Yeah. This is a, uh, one of those things it seems like where maybe either they're making stuff up or they're getting information from other sources. They don't want to reveal, which would imply likely some sort of, other likely federal agency of some sort tracking stuff, which is a common theme, uh, which uh, I guess that kind of makes a good parallel between if, if for those who pay attention to the intro, that was done by uh, old Timmy here. And uh, that in that there was the main shooter that just happened. What was that today? Or was that maybe later in yesterday? I think that was today. Uh, so there was, I thought it was uh, yesterday afternoon. I remember okay. seeing first yesterday. reports about it. I don't know. Yeah, so I, I, I haven't looked too much into it. I've just kind of seen the headlines have come out. I know there's a lot of stuff about uh, about him hearing voices. There was uh, it, I don't th- I don't know if I saw anything that said tetani- that there was actually any official statement that the FBI was tracking him, but he had done stuff that like it, it was like the FBI was tracking him. I can't remember what I, I think he did some sort of illegal action on a military base or some sort something r- r- related to violence. I can't remember the specifics, but Either way, it looked like the FBI was tracking him. Looked like he was having mental health issues. Uh, you know, uh, and that's a common through line in a lot of these 
uh, serial killings or mass shootings. Uh, it seems to be a common pattern that appears, especially in some of the more fishy ones, if that makes sense. Because obviously there's organic ones out there that you know completely happen on their own, but it seems to be especially the more publicized ones that seems to be a common through line. Um, I, I guess I guess that would be a good. Is there anything with uh, Adam particularly Fed related? I, I feel like I vaguely remember some <laughs> connections. Was there anything to show that he had Fed connections, or he had uh, possibly been you know being watched by the Feds or something along those lines? Uh, from very early on, this is in the first batch of. FBI documents saying, excuse me, I I don't normally read news publications, so I only read them if it's relevant to what I'm yeah. studying. So it's like, I believe the New York Post, something, it's the, it always has a red background. It's I think it's right-leaning, so people kind of dismiss it. I think they publicized it too. But in the first batch of FBI documents, I... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everything is also another point. Everything's redacted, so I don't know who's giving this information to the authorities. So that uh, Nancy Lanza said it was either the FBI document says is either the FBI or the CIA visited Nancy Lanza one day. Uh, apparently, Adam had hacked into a government database and he got past the first level and the second level, but he couldn't get past the third level. And the whole interaction ended, well, if he still has an interest in government or something like that, we'll keep an eye on him or maybe he'll have a job one day. And I believe the news publication was called uh, the day the FBI knocked on Adam Lanza's door. I'm almost 100% certain that's what it was called. So, I mean, that's, I'm, that's, that's, they're fucking with us with like half the stuff they publicize on this. I mean, it's unreal. Yeah, kind of a, a kind of a non sequitur. There's this thing called the CAD report. C A D. It's like a it's like an automated thing that the dispatch prints. That what what goes over dispatch they print what's being said. Mm. And uh, on the CAD report concerning Sandy Hook, they say uh, after the whole event, then they say uh, we are at 36 Uganda Street at the actor's house. It's, I mean, considering everything after, I mean, like, so come on, like, you've got to be messing with me. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, the funny thing is, you, you, I believe, uh, if I recall correctly, I think, you know, speaking of through lines, I believe it's something similar happened with Tim McVeigh. I don't remember. You might recall this better than I do, but I, I believe he kind of seems like he may have entered first entered the, the Fed radar when he was younger, pulling some sort of hacker shit I don't, I don't even really know what to call it i'm not really like tech savvy uh is do you recall that uh, i mean that might be a deep cut but i i vaguely remember it's, that in aberration yeah it's an aberration he like i don't think he was hacking government databases but he was like uh he was like a computer geek so he was like 
hacking or doing some other stuff along those lines. And also, apparently, I think there's something with Juliana Sons, but I've never done a deep dive on that. But there is this weird through line with hacker kids and odd things that happen later in their lives. Yeah. All right. Let's keep moving uh, through Aftermath. Uh, let's talk about, uh, I guess, I believe, I mean, maybe I'm remembering this incorrectly. Maybe this was another mass shooting. Uh, was wasn't there a rumor going around that after Sandy Hook, and maybe this might have been Columbine, I might mix them up, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't there some rumor going around that a bunch of the parents, you know, houses got paid off and just weird shit like that? Is that is that a, is that, is that a Sandy Hook, or am I remembering that incorrectly? That's, that is Sandy Hook, but and, and as far as what, there? But go on. I have no way to confirm what they paid on their mortgage or yeah. if their mortgages were paid off, but that is the claim that I mean, well, looking at it now, it's got to be true. I mean, like half of them are millionaires. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, even if there is no conspiratorial angle, you can, I guess, argue it on a moral level. I mean, the event was so politicized; they used it lobbying, you know, against gun manufacturers and Sandy Hook promise, everything along those lines. So, I mean, all the parents, as far as right now, they're all set for the rest of their lives. Yeah, I mean the the difference would be that it, it was did some shadowy group come and pay this off, or did you just grift so hard off your kid's desk that now you're you're fucking set for life? Which, I mean, I guess I say that with, I mean, I I don't know. I guess if you do genuinely believe in some cause and you're something happened to your kid, okay. But like, I don't know. I guess it's kind of weird to get that enriched by it. I don't know. Something just feels gross about it. I don't know. It doesn't feel right. Well, but I guess that go on. I'll. I can actually defend the parents, uh, as and this also kind of ties into the timeline. Uh, Lenny Posner, I'm not familiar with who who he was employed with at the time, but from looking at this guy and his kid, I mean, this he looks like a blue collar guy. He's got a mustache, and his kid looked adorable. But as far as if there is an end, as far as some parents might have been in on it, I do not believe he was in on it. Because in his lawsuit from 2015, he didn't even know where Adam died. And this is after the final report. And you have various victims, family members, pushing narratives that they are told is not true. So, I mean, not if there's an end on it, not every parent is in on it, yeah. is my belief. Yeah, which it would lead me more to believe this is legit. But I guess let's... That's a good time to, you know, continue moving through the the thing with the parents. I know this is a common thing people point to is the parents. Uh, and, you know, once again, don't go harass these people. Uh, but no. uh, we, uh, what, 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 what are your thoughts on some of the I, I know a lot of people point to what looks like almost crocodile tears from some of the parents. And I know there were some weird claims here and there that these people didn't some of the people didn't even have kids or this or that or were fake actors or whatever the hell. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll get into some of that in the, in the next episode. I'm not sure if you have any more specifics. I vaguely remember from when I did my deep dive forever ago, there wasn't really much substantial there. It was mostly just people pointing to, well, they don't look that sad, which, I don't know, there's something to that. I mean, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, it's like everyone does deal with grief differently. And, you know, if you're on, I know I'm someone who fucking, you know, especially, you know, nervous situations, I do sometimes weirdly smile or laugh. So, you know, I don't know. I, I, I could, as fucked up as it may sound, 
Uh, you know, I could totally see myself in a press conference for, I don't know, something awful like my wife or kids, kids getting killed and me having an inappropriate emotional reaction just because that's how I am. That doesn't mean I'm not fucked up inside over what happened, but it's just I, you know, don't really, not really good at dealing with the emotions of that period of time or presenting the way you're supposed to. Uh, but I guess I'll let you go go with that. Uh, what what are your thoughts on that? Is there really anything substantial to that? Uh, I mean, it, I will say once again, it is weird that, like you said, most of these people are now millionaires running, uh, you know, typically like gun control type, you know, narratives. Uh, and yeah, they've definitely enriched themselves. So I don't know, but I'll pass it off to you. As far as I mean, we all know that what who the hell we're thinking of as far as a parent when it comes to that. As far as genuinely odd things, I mean, the, we've all seen the when he comes up to the microphone. I'll, I mean, he he's not going to send me because I'm not going to say anything wrong. Or it was Robbie Parker. He had a weird moment when he came up to the microphone, and everyone got fixated on that. That I mean, that could just be grief. We all handle it differently in weird ways, and I'm willing to say that. Okay, that he's just. I mean, the idea of him having a press conference within 24 hours of that, the idea of that is weird in and of itself. Yeah. So I don't I don't get that. But, I mean, the one weird thing he said, it's like a 20-minute press conference. He said uh, they recent, just recently moved to Sandy Hook before the shooting. Uh, they moved there like eight months, I believe, is what he said, before the shooting. Yeah. So as far as anything uh, that I think is weird, that's – that was one thing I found odd. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, and, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. And uh, uh, there's there's this account on YouTube. It's called Sandy Hook, and it's not conspiratorial. I think they're against that, but it has all the news news coverage. It also has the uh, helicopter footage, which what we haven't seen with Columbine, Virginia Tech. Maybe Parkland. I haven't really studied that a whole lot besides the weird stuff with that. But what we haven't seen is parents coming to the school. So there's really no way to compare if what we're seeing with Sandy Hook is weird. Like with Columbine, they all went to a a nearby school with Virginia Tech. I'm not really sure. But we've never seen parents on scene of the shooting. So like they all say like, why is, why are they not freaking out? And why are they all acting weird? They're circling. I mean, these are just people that don't know what to do because they're like literally at a federal crime scene at that point. So it might be weird, but also we can't compare it to anything. If that makes any sort of sense. No, it makes perfect sense to me. I always found it very flimsy when people focused on that. And I will say, yeah, not a good look when people focus on the emotions of their parents. But I don't know. We're not. We're all not the same. And I, I don't know. I guess I'm just fucked up like that. But I, uh, I, I could totally see myself acting inappropriate in a situation like that. I mean, I don't think I would be doing a fucking press conference at that period of time. My family's already dead. There's not really anything good that can come of it. Well, at that point in time. But yeah, it was very odd that, that they did rush to do it right away. But I don't know. Maybe I could totally see someone make logicing that like I don't know. I just want to be over with this so I can you know move on and you know grieve or whatever. And knowing that inevitably likely people are going to want you to talk about it anyways. I don't know. I could totally rationalize it. I, I just felt like that was always grasping at straws. Um, all right. Oh, let's kind of talk about other similar, I guess, through lines. 
uh, were there, you know, ones we see with typical things like this, were there any reports or, or, or even just rumors, you know, amongst the conspiracy communities about uh, additional shooters of any sort? Uh, does, does that sound correct? Uh, anything weird like that? <clears throat> well, as far as uh, the state attorney's final report, they have a section to where they acknowledge why the, I mean, when it was an active crime scene, they absolutely believed there was multiple gunmen and they kind of flimsily go into why they decided there wasn't one, uh, for starters, uh, you'll have to excuse me when I get into like researching too many things for remembering names is hard for me, but there's a, a, a cop saw that, the, I believe it was a Honda Civic and what Adam drove there. It had four car doors open. Uh, he said two. A witness said there was four. So that's, and also it's mentioned in the final report. Multiple car doors are opened. There's two I- identical jackets on the ground by the car. Also, there were, if I am remembering the exact number, there were four people that were apprehended by the police that day. So, I mean, as far, as far as saying there was not multiple gunmen, I'm, how would you prove it? Yeah. How would you prove anything uh, related to this case? I mean, you, it's hard even to prove the official narrative. Yeah. I mean, it's so sealed up tight, you can't get anything. Like I even mentioned earlier, they don't even let you do FOIA requests for specific things anymore, which is bizarre. Um, are there any other through lines, like common commonalities between other similar, uh, situations that you can think of? I guess we've kind of covered, you know, additional shooters, uh, you know, the mental health issues being possibly being tracked by feds. Are there any other you can think of off the top of your head right now, other similar type things that we will see in these type of situations? Uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, this last, this week I went through, uh, it was about, 1300 pages it was a uh, screen grabs of beyond what was it beyond belief or shock beyond belief it was uh, a super columbine rpg game that was some of the parents from columbine believe was made in rather poor taste of a rpg game to where you could play columbine but uh at, who is believed to be adam lonza was in that forum so there's a Columbine interest with Adam Lanza, if that was in fact him. And also how he was dressed is exactly like Dylan or Eric. I mean, black fingerless gloves, black shirt, black pants, black shoes that appeared to look like boots, but they were shoes, black hat. And also initial reports were that there were four handguns found on the scene, which would be closer to a Columbine situation than having a long rifle, if that makes any sort of sense. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let uh, We're going to start wrapping up here soon, but I do want to address a couple chats. I see JC in the chat. He says, Charlie Robinson has said he knows quite a bit about Sandy Hook. Maybe a good <laughs> guess for a part two, a round table. Uh, and he said, oh, my God, and Monica Perez. I've been meaning to follow Monica Perez. I would like at some point to cover the Boston bombing with her. Uh, Charlie Robinson, I, I, I do think I kicked around the idea of doing Sandy Hook with him. I just... I don't know, never got around to it. So maybe, I know that's a good idea for the future. 
All right, let's kind of bring it back full circle. At the beginning, I kind of gave you, you know, I guess kind of the most loosest, loosest of ideas of what I think happened. You've looked into this considerably more and more recently than I have, so you have a better idea. I want to get your take on what you think happened, and I get it. This is a monumental thing to ask of you, but it, I just think a rough template of where you come from. You can give as many caveats as you want. You know, you know, saying I, I don't know, I'm not affirming this, whatever. Uh, this is just kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, I want to get your idea, and I feel like that'll be a good tease for things we might lead into next episode. But so I'll, I'll let you go. What, what roughly? What the fuck do you think happened? What do you even think? I mean, maybe even go into what you think we even can know, which doesn't seem like much, but I'll pass it off to you. Okay. Um, we covered timeline. So what I believe what we can know is obviously five minutes is bullshit. What we can know is that the Connecticut state police did not know, like they couldn't determine how from listening to 911 calls, what was a bullet and what wasn't because you're talking to people that are running around the school. So what could sound like a bullet could be the janitor locking the door. So they did actually hire an expert to determine what was a bullet and what wasn't. And, and their initial findings was that there was a gunshot. If I'm not mistaken, it was seven minutes after Adam Lanza put a bullet in his mouth or the back of his head, depending where you read. So the, Timeline was, I'm going to say at least it was 10 minutes. That makes way more sense. As far as the event, who died or what, it could be similar to Columbine. It could be maybe more people died. Maybe they tried to kind of cover it up so and it was a lot worse. Or maybe they lied and maybe not as many people died. It could be a situation like this. Because when you go to look at where the kids died in the room, they drew triangles. Adam is the only person they drew. So that's never going to hold up in the court of law. So as far as who died where, we maybe one day we can know. But as far as right now, we can't. And as far as how did Adam die, I lean towards he might have been killed by police if he didn't kill himself because the FBI and the ATF and their documents say that police, like, caught him in the hallway, and he ran back to room 10. So, and he was shot in the back of the head, so he might have been killed by police. Yeah. And also, we haven't mentioned this. This is a phenomenal, like, timeline for the police. I mean, to get there in five minutes, mm. that's, that's insane. Yes. That's unbelievable as well. <laughs> now, yeah, you... uh, they, didn't, they didn't even do that with Nashville, I don't think. I mean, that had to be like 10, 15 minutes at least. Yeah, and that one was like flawless, basically. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how far away the police station was from it. Maybe they had a trooper nearby. It's not, I guess, that unbelievable when in the course of five minutes they could be in there and be... Uh, be there some you know some circumstances could make that occur but you know between adding that and also the fact this all occurred in five minutes it does seem a little fishy uh so yeah i guess but i actually i, I said we were going to finish out with this but i do i think you know we can't really have this discussion on sandy hook without really having the discussion 
on why the fuck this is such a big deal. Like this, this channel, I'm literally having to be vague on how I promote this on my Patreon. I'm not putting on YouTube. Like why, why do you think like, what is, what are your vibes and why the fuck this is the situation? Cause it seems so bizarre to me. Like I felt the need to have to do a caveat for legal reasons at the beginning of this. Not that I'm actually genuinely that concerned, but I guess just to be clear to my audience that like, Hey, I'm not like, I don't know, even amongst, I don't know, people somewhat amenable to our position. That is even still a don't touch this topic issue amongst a lot of those type of people. And I just always thought that was bizarre because why the fuck shouldn't we be able to talk about this? Makes no sense to me. I'm not asserting that this didn't happen. And even if I did, so what? <laughs> like prove me wrong, uh, you know, uh, but I'll, you go ahead. <clears throat> as well from that uh, you're more way more familiar than I am with Israel and Palestine that the idea following it like uh, Lauren Russo she was a I believe she was a substitute teacher that was hired the week or two before the shooting she was cremated before she was buried and her father this is this is not me going on a deep dive on Alex Jones or Wolfgang Halbrick on what happened to Sandy Hook. This is, I got curious, so I just Googled it. And her father said they did not allow him to see the body. Their reasoning was a lot of the shots were point blank and it's a rifle, so you, no, you can't see the body. So, as far as that position, there is something there. And if, I mean, maybe, uh, who fuck knows? You can't say they're not right because even during Alex Jones' trial, there, I rewatched some of it this week, and there was an instance where I think it was in Texas. It was the lawyer that had the red hair. He brought it up. He said, uh, quote, you said that the ambulance couldn't get to the school and get the kids out. He said that, and I'm watching this with my girlfriend, and I'm, like, getting ready for this podcast, and I'm like, what did they? Like, just fucking show the goods. I mean, but – that was a that could be a whole thing. That was a weird trial, and you could argue if they actually like I don't know what was liable. I mean, it's just you said mean things. Yeah, it's a whole that's a whole other thing. Yeah, that gets into the whole de- defamation and what, what does that mean? And you know, should that be that gets into political philosophy a little bit there? Um, I, I guess I'm trying to think if there's really anything you know. Generally speaking, we should cover at this point. I guess I'll, I'll let you get the final word here. Uh, otherwise, and if you can't think of anything else that you feel like we should bring up at this point, you can just drop your plugs, and we will be continuing this on later, and we'll be digging into some of the, the other weird intrigues of this story. Well, as far as the official timeline, something that is like the most redacted thing was who is the man in the woods? Uh when I researched this on my original account on Twitter, uh, everyone was, I mean, Jenks had that infamous video of Manfredonia. We were all thinking that man in the woods has to be Manfredonia. But actually from researching, uh, like the fact checkers of Sandy Hook, like, uh, Chris Manfredonia being arrested is on dash cam footage and he's not wearing a black jacket and camo pants. Well, he might be, wearing camo pants. You can't really make it out in the dash cam footage, but he's not wearing a black jacket. So it's it's not him. And the footage uh, I've used in edits, Jenks, Sops, everyone's used in edits. 
the who the cops are chasing in the woods that is two journalists i've only there's only one picture that exists of the man and cam the man in the woods is a it's a twitter account and i can't remember his name i've retweeted it and i got on my bookmarks but he's actually from mississippi state university or he works there now so that's odd i don't know why he was at connecticut that day but it's a uh, it's a uh, the man in the woods is sitting in the passenger seat. So, and in the reports, it never mentions what he is wearing. It also doesn't explain why he was in the front seat, moved into the back seat. And there, I think the final thing it says about him in the reports is the time they arrived to the police station. So, who? And his story is flimsy about why he was there. Like, who the fuck is it? Well, all right. That that will be, I don't know if you have more on that that we can go into next episode, but we will be digging in more. Uh, go ahead and drop your plug so people know where to find you, uh, if you have any other stuff you're working on right now. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get it moving. Uh, I appreciate you coming on again, bud. Uh, we'll definitely do this again soon. Uh, thanks. I'm The only thing I get on is Twitter It's uh Jolly and Quibold at this point. So, if you want to get a hold of me, I'll be over there. Yeah, and for those who haven't caught on, he's a frequent, uh, frequent uh, intro guy that I use. I'll use his edits. So, if you like that shit, uh, he's your guy. Between him, Psyops, and Jinx, those are like my go-to. Uh, so, definitely go follow all of them. Jinx has just been doing horny posts lately. So, uh, don't don't. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe I'll. He's got to get that shit out, man. He's holding. He's holding too much in. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. That's not good for you. I mean, whatever. I don't know. You know, live your life, bud. I mean, he has, they're still, you know, entertaining, you know, so whatever. And he has some good ones every now and then that pop in that I like, but definitely a lot more horny posting as of late. But whatever. We go through, we all go through it occasionally. Uh, but uh, with that, this was the No Way Jose show. You find this on YouTube, all major all packagers, uh, Odyssey, and Rumble. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Boost this up in the algos. Uh, definitely go support my rumble because you know that's where i'm gonna put this spicy type stuff uh keep an eye out for this next one especially my patrons i'll be very vague again so sorry that i'm making you jump through all those hoops uh but yeah uh follow me on twitter at tower gang jose uh, get my merch at toplobster.com and with that we are out of here thanks bud <laughs>